Sandra Cohn. I'm an award-winning photographer, industry educator, and best-selling author on a mission to help other photographers just like you reach the level of success they want and deserve. What I know after 20 plus years in the photography industry is that building the business of your dreams is totally possible. And on this podcast, I'll share everything I've learned on how to do just that. So thanks for joining me and let's get started. Okay, you guys, hello and welcome to the Beyond Natural Light podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Cohn, and friends, it has been a minute, hasn't it? So I (laughs) realized with horror that um, I haven't come on and done a new podcast episode in almost two months, which was not my intention when I started this. My intention when I started it was to have a podcast once a week, or, you know, if not, once every other week, and then boom, here we are, and it's been like two months. So what has been going on? Why, where have I been? Um, That's what I want to talk to you about today, because it's actually kind of exciting in a strange way, I guess. But okay, so I remember, uh, gosh, I think it was last year, I was listening to a podcast, and um, listening to the person on the podcast Uh, talk about how they had been so busy working in their business and working on their business that they hadn't been able to show up for their business the way that they wanted to, or, you know, were accustomed to doing. And I remember at the time, I'm bringing this up because I remember at the time kind of like almost like rolling my eyes a little bit and, and kind of feeling like, how does that happen? Like, you know, it's your business. Of course, you're going to show up for your business. You just have to do it. Um, But that's exactly what has happened to me. So I've been so busy working behind the scenes on some really exciting things I'm gonna tell you about that I'm really excited about uh, sharing, but I've been so busy working on my business that I haven't been showing up in my business the way that I want to. And so it just kind of made me chuckle a little bit that uh, hearing other people said that, I've, I've thought, oh, that can't possibly be real, a real thing. And yet, here we are. So why, what is going on? Why did this happen? Well, to get into that, um, I want to back up a little bit, or maybe, you know, even a lot, and just explain some things and how I've gotten to this point that I'm at at this point in the year. So I started my business way back in 1999, and it wasn't because I was like, so inspired to be a photographer or anything like that. Like I've, and I've shared this story before, I started my business out of desperation. I was a teacher at the time. I was teaching kindergarten for Seattle public schools. And I just wasn't able to support myself on my first year teacher salary. And um, my first year, actually I qualified for food stamps. Like that's how bad it was. And I just really, really, really needed to make some money. So photography was something that I had always done, that I was good at. And it was actually one of my friends who suggested, you know, why don't you just start doing this on the side to bring in some extra cash? And so that's what I started doing. So I started as a side hustle. One thing led to another. And now, boom, here I am 20 plus years later, right? Like living the dream. Um, Of course, you know, that's the cliff notes. That's not how it went. The truth is it wasn't a straight line to success. Um, I've made so many mistakes over the years. I've had so many failures. 
I have been burnt out. I've been on the verge of quitting. I mean, all the things that people struggle with, I have struggled with too. Um, but the reality is I'm here today, um, still in it after all this time, uh, because I worked really, really hard and um, I hustled and I studied and I invested in myself. And I still invest in myself. Like I've, I've worked at it. So my success where I'm at right now, 20 plus years into this career, it just didn't happen, right? Like I made it happen. I worked really, really hard at it. And I'm really proud of that. But I also got into some bad habits because of that. So last year, 2019 was probably the busiest year I had, I've ever had in that 20 years of running a business. So I was running my studio. Um, I work with about 300 clients a year. It's a very busy studio. So that part of my business was very busy. It takes up a lot of time. Um, I had also launched my online educational platform. So I just put out um, the video version of my course, The Missing Link, and I was really getting that up and going. And uh, so kind of in a way, starting a new business there. I had said yes to writing a monthly column for a um, very popular industry magazine. It was a huge honor to be asked and I really wanted to do a good job. So I was doing that for them monthly. I was speaking at conferences. I was flying to New York a couple times a year, multiple times a year to speak. Um, and I was writing a book. <laughs> so in the middle of all this, I had said yes. And I was under a deadline. I had seven months was the contract that I'd signed to write and produce this book. So it was a lot. Um, I have never worked so hard in my life. And of course, you know, I'm also a mom, I'm a wife, I have family, I have friends. And the truth is I was just spreading myself really, really thin. Then um, 2020 came along. And honestly, you guys, I had completely primed myself, like set myself up to have another insanely busy year. It's almost like I had gotten into the habit of working that hard at that pace. So in 2020, first quarter, I, first of all, I had said yes to four back-to-back -back conferences. So what that meant was that I was speaking at a conference a week for four weeks. So I was flying to a different city. I wasn't seeing my family. Um, I was speaking and, um, you know, that was, that was a lot. And I'd also had already said, yes, I'd committed to flying to LA a few times a year. I was going to be teaching. I'd also signed up for super expensive business mastermind. Um, I was ready to give my all to because I had just <laughs> invested so much money in it. I had said yes to um, going to New York a couple times for the year to teach. I had really, um, like I said, I'd signed myself up to do all the things. I was still running the studio. It was looking like it was going to be another busy year. And then, of course, it all stopped, right? So I remember I was in San Diego uh, speaking at a conference. And um, it was my third conference of the four. I was booked to fly out the following week to go to Atlanta to speak at another conference. And while I was in San Diego, my husband called me and said that, we in the Seattle area had had the first COVID death in the United States. 
And um, that was at a nursing home in Kirkland, which is just outside of Seattle. So anyway, he was, he was worried. He was like, this is getting real. And they're talking about closing down schools. And I think you need to come home. So I did. I got on a plane. I left the conference early. I was supposed to be there through Thursday and I left on Monday night and I got on an airplane and I came home and when I got home, I called the organizers of the conference that I was supposed to be going to in Atlanta and just told them that I, I couldn't come. I didn't think it was right. Like I was saying, you know, it's really hitting the Seattle area hard. We don't know anything about this. I just don't feel comfortable getting on a plane, potentially exposing everybody on the plane, potentially exposing everybody at the conference. And you guys, that was really hard. I, I, I take my responsibilities really seriously. I am not the kind of person that backs out on something. And so for me to call and feel like I was letting these people down and quitting was extremely hard. There was a lot of tears, um, a lot of anxiety. And of course they were super cool about it. They totally understood. And I ended up teaching at that conference virtually, um, which was to become the first time I would do that in 2020, but not the last. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of virtual teaching this year. So that, that's how that all started. Now the following week, the week after I canceled that conference, they did close schools down in the Seattle area. Um, and then we were given a stay at home order. And so for the first time in forever, since I'd opened, I had to close the studio. So I, I called all my clients, I had to cancel. I closed the studio and ended up having the studio closed for five months. Um, so suddenly there I was, right? Like everything had stopped. And for the first time in my 20 plus year career, I wasn't working seven days a week. I wasn't going a hundred miles an hour. Um, and I know I'm not alone. I know that we've all have a story about how 2020 completely rocked our worlds. And uh, it's like a glass of cold water, right? Like throwing your face. Like um, we all have a story that we can share. But for me, it was, I'm a little embarrassed at how hard it was because I had gotten into such a habit of this hustle and the hustle culture, you know, and like taking pride in being busy and working myself to the bone and, and all of those things. And so for like, I'm actually feeling emotional talking about it right now, which is weird. Um, but you know, when it all happened, I freaked out. <laughs> like it was really hard. I think I went into probably, I was gonna say a little depression, probably a bigger mid-sized depression, you know, like I cried a lot. Um, it was hard. But what happened in that vacuum when suddenly everything stopped and everything that I've been doing for 20 plus years just stopped is that I was. I started doing something that I would never have done if I hadn't been forced into it. And that was, I got still. 
So I'm one of these people who hate meditating. I've been told that I need to meditate all the time. I'm just like super hyper. I can't do it. It's very hard for me. But um, suddenly there I was, and I was kind of forced into this stillness that, like I said, was very uncomfortable at first. But what I did with it was I picked up my journaling um, habit again. So I've always been a journaler, journal, journaler. Uh, it's hard to say, but you know, varying degrees of success. And what I started doing um, in that first round of quarantine and shutdowns is start journaling again every day, every morning I would get up and, and do it. And then I would take myself and go for a really, really, really long walk. And I use that journal time and that walk time as my meditation time. You know, in some funny way, it's almost like I finally started taking care of myself and putting that kind of that level of self-care, um, treating it with importance, which I hadn't done in years, really long time. And while in that process, so through the journaling and the walking and the stillness and all the things that, by the way, I was crying about every day and gnashing my teeth. And it wasn't like this was a graceful process for me. So I don't want you to think that it was, but it was during that time and during that stillness and that slowness that I started really asking myself some hard questions about the way I work and the way I want to work and how I want to show up and how I can best serve. Because one thing that you need to know about me is um, part of the reason that I work so hard and that I have worked so hard over the years is because I feel so called to do what I do. Like for me, the work that I do as a photographer and as, a, as an educator is so important and it's really like my life's purpose and I feel like um, it's important and I'm very passionate about it, like extremely passionate about it. And, but, you know, through this, I started thinking like, is there something more? Is there another way that I can be showing up that I can be giving to my, my community more? Because I kind of felt like there was, I had this little nagging. And the reality is you guys, like, because I'm at the point in my career that I'm at, I was able to stop. I was able to close the studio for five months and still be financially okay. And I'm realizing that that is a huge privilege. And I know that. So um, being in that position and really being humbled by that position shifted, started shifting my thinking on how I can help other people. So what I've really, really, so the whisper in my ear was that what I know at this point in my career is more important than what I can do. Like, I still know I'm a good photographer. I'll always do that. Trust me. But I also know that what I have learned and how I've gotten myself to this point in my career is of value. And I could really, really, really help people. So I got this little fire lit in me during those long walks of quarantine about how I can really help other photographers get to the place in their businesses where they can be successful, where they can have financial security, where they can be doing what they love, but also making a really good living taking care of themselves and their families financially, being profitable, creating, you know, something that is both emotionally and financially fulfilling. That's really, really important to me. And 
Um, and I realized like I had something to share. So I decided at that time that that's, that's, that's what the gift of quarantine was for me is, is this shift into really helping people get through this hard time and not only get through this hard time, but come out of this hard time stronger than they were before and in a different place and ready to take their business to a different place than they were before. So believe it or not, this podcast is a part of that whole inspiration moment. So I, I have I have big plans for this podcast. And yes, I know I'm still trying to figure it out. And I honestly have no idea what I'm doing with a podcast, but I'm working on it. Um, so that part is to be continued. But the other thing that I was able to do is I decided to, I really wanted to create a program for people that taught that would teach them these really core basic um, business practices that I've used in my own business. And now here's the thing. I know they worked for me, right? Because this is how I went, you know, I gave you the cliff notes, right? For I went from like a teacher on food stamps to making, you know, multiple six figures and running a super busy studio. Like I said, it wasn't a straight line, um, but I've learned so much on that path, so much along the way that I know worked for me. I've taught what I know to my friends. I've shared with friends in the industry um, before, and I've seen them implement it and have it work for them. So I knew that I, I, I knew that I knew something that could be beneficial and be helpful for people. What I didn't know was if I could create a program around it and actually teach people just from anywhere, like just dropping in, you know, people who I wasn't, you know, already friends with or whatever, didn't already know their business, if I could teach them. But I decided it's like, okay, this is going to be my, my quarantine mission. This is what I'm going to do. So I created this program, group coaching program called the Six Figure Studio. And I just kind of quietly launched it to my community. Um, and yeah, and started working on it. So, so the Six Figure Studio, like I said, it was a group coaching program. In the beginning, I designed it to teach like really the core things of business. Like, and I spent a lot of time like really boiling it down. Like, what do people need to know to actually be successful? Not fluff, not filler, not like price rate by 10 like this, but like actually like the real uh, core foundations that they can then use in their business with their clients and their situation to be successful. So I spent all this, I a lot of time, like working on that and building on that. And I created this process this program that was supposed to be done in three months. So launched it to my group. I had my first group of photographers sign up. We ended up with about 30 in that group. And we went through the program together in three months, boom, banked it out. And then I watched their success. And so I offered it again, had another group photographers come through we did it in three months so uh now at this point i've uh i've been able to work with about 60 photographers through this process and what i've learned is that the program the process the um method right that worked for me that i've talked to my friends does work for other people and it has been so exciting to watch it's been so fun to to be able to use this time to really help people, uh, like I said, come out on the other end of this stronger and better and watch it happen for them. You guys, it's just been, it's so exciting. Like, listen to me, like I'm completely lit up. Like it has been such a gift. Um, 
watching the success of this group of, of photographers uh, happen, like right in front of my eyes. So actually we were on a call last week and one of the women in the group told me that she's actually had to stop implementing the marketing techniques that I was teaching her because she was getting too busy, right? Like that's an incredibly great place to be. And that's exactly what I want. It is so fun. It is so fulfilling. And I'm actually going to be coming on. Um, I'm, I've been interviewing some of the students to get their stories just so you guys can hear, because it really is inspiring how everybody's using the same information, but in a different way, specifically for their businesses. Uh, anyway, it's good. It's been really good stuff. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> So I said at the beginning of the program, like I got to this place where I was working so hard in my business that I or on my business, that I haven't really been showing up. Well, that's what I've been doing. I've been creating this program and then working with now two separate cohorts of photographers in this group coaching program. So FaceTime one-on-one, -on -one, like we are on Zoom classes in a live online classroom with each other, you know, working specifically on uh, businesses Q and A, like it's just been so fun, and I, that's what I've been doing, and I've just been so invested in that that suddenly I look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been two months and I haven't done a podcast. So, yeah, that's where that's what I've been up to. That's where this is going, and I'm honestly I'm so grateful. I feel like 2020 has been the hardest year ever. Right. And I know, like I said, I know it's not just been that way for me, but this has really been one of the hardest years. And you guys, I'm saying that I'm a mother of twins, right? Like that first year with newborn twins is not easy, but 2020 has literally been the hardest year. It's been hard for me um, on so many levels, but I also feel like it's, it's given me, and I feel like it's given all of us, if we're honest with ourselves and really look at it, a lot of opportunities as well. And for me, that was being forced to slow down, which is something, like I said, I would never have done on my own if I wasn't forced to do it, but it has allowed me to slow down and given me room to be able to show up for my community in a different, new, exciting way. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. So... Yeah, I my goal is to not wait another two months to do a podcast episode, but to be on here more regularly. I'm like I said, I'm going to be inviting um, some of the photographers who've been through the six figure uh, six figure studio program on, so you can hear their stories. Um, it's always better to hear it from people and not just hear it from me, but the actual people who lived it and went through it. So I'm going to be having. Um, them on and I'm excited because I am relaunching that program in the new year. So stay tuned for that. It, it's, it's so fun. It's so good. And I'm so inspired by it. So anyway, thank you for listening to <laughs> this kind of long rambly podcast. Thanks for being with me today and we'll talk again soon.